There are so many things as humans that we don't really understand. There are mystic, magical, faded things, as well as otherworldly realms that we just can't comprehend unless it's through the journey of our own soul. I'm your host, Steffi, aka The Spirit Sis. I'm a psychic medium, astrologer, and intuition teacher, and I'm here to take you on an exploration of all things spiritual. I'm going to connect to Source, give you divine downloads, and I want to keep you in the spirit loop. So here is the Psychic Scoop. Hello, Cosmic Cuties. How's everyone doing today? I'm so excited you are joining me for another episode of Psychic Scoop. I am Steffi, your host, also known as Spirit Sis. And today is a special episode, I guess, for me. (laughs) This is going to be launching on my birthday on July 7th. It is actually going to be my 33rd birthday, which is the Christ year, they call it. In astrology, all kinds of stuff goes on, but 3-3 is angel numbers, and I am here for it. So I thought it would be fun to do a little birthday episode. I'm going to be talking about solar returns and just birthdays in general and the spiritual importance of your birth. And before I start, I just wanted to say the best birthday present I could ever receive is you listening to this right now. There is such a beautiful community behind this podcast. I had no idea what doors would open for me just by me sitting <laughs> alone in my room talking to myself. But the the amount of support and love I receive from you is just enough to warm my little cancer soul for the rest of my life. So if you're here, I see you, I love you, and I'm so here for you. So just thank you. And if you want to give me an extra, extra birthday present, please rate, subscribe, and review the podcast. That totally helps me out if you're feeling so called to do so on this beautiful day. So obviously, birthdays fall into two categories. You either are obsessed with your birthday, you start to plan it a month, a two, three month in advance, you tell everyone what you want to do, you tell everyone what your birthday is, or you are in the opposite category where you don't want to acknowledge your birthday, you don't even want to do anything, you don't want to bring attention to yourself. Where do you stand with this? I mean, personally, I've been on both ends of the spectrum. And I can actually say from an astrological perspective, there could be a couple of reasons for this. So what I want you to think about is the day you were born. Now, I feel like the stories our parents told us weren't that magical or kismet. It was just like, oh, yeah, it just happened. Or, oh, you were an accident. Or I went off my birth control and then got pregnant. You know, sometimes our birthdays do seem insignificant because it's like, oh, it just happened nine months after conception. But on a soul level, you chose to come down that exact moment that you took your first breath, that you opened your eyes, that you entered this world, that created a beautiful star map for you when all the planets aligned in the sky, especially a rising sign. And go back and listen to the rising sign episode if you want to know why your birth time is so important. (laughs) But what I will say is you chose that for yourself, your human design, you chose your gifts, you chose your parents, you chose when you would come in, you chose even the amount of struggle you're going to face with 
the dynamics of all of the economics in the world or the global changes in the world, the history you're going to go through, and even the hard stuff, your Pluto placement, your Saturn placement. These are things that you choose karmically to go through in your lifetime. So a birthday is actually pretty freaking important. So if you're the person that falls on the ladder and you don't want to celebrate and you're like crying in your soup and you're feeling like, I don't really want to do anything. Well, you should. You should at least celebrate yourself and how proud you are that you've won come so far, meaning like your soul has made like a journey, you know, you're, you're, it's not like an easy little trip to go down uh, energetically and picking and choosing your soul contracts and your karma and everyone you're going to work with, but also how far you've come in life. And even the hard, even the dirty, even the gritty got you to where you are now. And those lessons are so beautiful. And honestly, they're gifts. Now you could also just dislike your birthday from some astrological standpoints, which I'm going to explain right now. So it could just be that your sun in your natal chart has influences that are a little more challenging. Like maybe your sun is opposite Pluto or your sun is conjunct your Chiron, or there might be situations where every single time the sun returns, as we call solar return, it transits 365 days back to the day you were born. It could just be that the sun is going over some more difficult transits in your chart. Now, I am a Cancer rising. So at the beginning of Cancer season, I'm actually moving into my first house cusp. That means the 30 days before my birthday is absolutely the worst. It always comes down to some weird stuff that's going on. And there are some spiritual beliefs that say the 30 days before your birthday are some of the most important for wrapping up cycles. But honestly, in my specific case, that actually is true because the 30 days before my birthday, Day or before cancer season, really, I'm rounding out some of the karmic lessons from the year. And I have a lot of interesting stuff in my 12th house, including my Chiron. So I have a lot of grief and trauma that I work through 30 days before my birthday. Now, growing up, my birthday was never fun. I think maybe because of my childhood, but also some weird, interesting things always happened on my birthday. This is not an exaggeration. And of course, yes, in my human design, I have gained a shock. But on my birthday, my grandma died. And then on my ninth or 10th birthday, my friend's mom was driving us to summer camp and we got in a car accident and we saw another car flip over and they had to pry out this guy with the jaws of life. And I missed my birthday camp celebration at Flagpole. And then another year I got roller skates. I think it was my seventh birthday or eighth birthday. I got roller skates for my birthday and I was so excited. We all went out to try the roller skates and my dad fell on his back and broke his tailbone and we had to spend the rest of the night in the hospital. Anyway, that's just the, the beginning, but I was starting to think that I was doomed for my birthday and I would dread it. And, you know, a lot of events happened that were unfortunate, but the more and more I'm thinking about it, they were lessons on me of curving my expectations. <laughs> Obviously, you know, it's like New Year's Eve. You think your birthday is going to be some big grand event and then, you know, no one gets you a card. You're definitely going to be disappointed. But in general, it's for you. Your birthday is for you. 
you. You entered this world alone. You will leave it alone. So what can you do on your birthday to celebrate you? And that's something you have to discern for yourself. Maybe that is treating yourself to a nice dinner. Maybe that is buying yourself some great outfits so you feel really good. For me, since I have those cancer placements, I always make a point to go to the ocean or go to a body of water and journal. I always journal what I learned in the past year and my intentions for the upcoming year. This always just is a great practice. And I'm also by myself in my own auric field, in my own feels. And I always just ground myself. I put my toes in the sand and you know, wherever I am too, it's just a good practice to spend at least a little time to yourself to remember who you are and to touch back in with your intuition and your soul. And it's just a really nice practice. So even if birthdays are not your thing, you know, I encourage you to at least honor yourself whatever that means to you. And sometimes it could be a bad day and that's okay. Sometimes you might have to work the entire day. That's okay. Just make sure that you spend at least some time in that week. I prefer the day, but you know, whatever, we can't be picky to respect yourself and honor yourself and do something for you. Now that transitions me into solar returns. So I'm sure a bunch of you have heard about your natal chart. You know, I've talked about it and there's a good chance you know it pretty well or you you have at least looked at it and you know what's going on with your position of all the stars in the sky the moment you were born. But did you know that every year you should be doing a solar return chart on your birthday that kind of gives you a little bit of a taste of what you can expect moving into your year ahead. So at the exact time of your birth every year, the sun returns to the position in the sky that it was in when you were born. And the solar return is calculated at that exact moment when the sun returns to its natal position. And it honestly is just such a fun tool to see what the year ahead is going to look like for you. And it also depends on where you are celebrating your birthday because your solar return chart can change depending on what time zone you are in. So before you go and change your flight to Cancun or Bora Bora or India, Calcutta, wherever you're heading, those all sound incredible. Don't fret if you're celebrating your birthday in a place other than your hometown. But that's the thing. You can actually change the course of your destiny depending on where you are the moment your solar return happens, which is very interesting. So the solar return chart, very important. So wherever you're going to be spending your birthday, the actual day, the whole chart can shift and change. Now, the sun's always going to be the same, right? You're going to be a Cancer sun or a Taurus sun or a Scorpio sun, no matter what. But your rising sign will change, and that's going to be a whole nother ball game, which is very interesting because your rising sign declares kind of where that theme is going to be for that upcoming year, which is really, really, really cool. Now, listen, I know astrology is complicated enough, and you're probably just trying to get the ropes on your natal chart. So I don't want you to spend a lot of time trying to calculate this and figure things out. But I will say it's a little bit of a fun exercise to see where on past birthdays your solar return chart was based on where you celebrated your birthday and how the themes played out in your life. Like, for example, my solar return this past year, I was a Capricorn rider 
summarizing and there was a lot of themes of business and working hard. And I think my son was in the sixth house, which it normally is not. So I was thinking, oh man, I'm going to be working so hard this year. And yeah, that's kind of what happened. (laughs) That is how it manifested. But you know, that can play out in a lot of different ways. And it's just a fun way to think of your birthday and bring new light to your birthday, bring new energy, bring new love. And even if there is a quote unquote challenging aspect, you know, Saturn's always going to be somewhere, Chiron's always going to be somewhere, whatevs, you're still able to kind of wrap your head around what kind of gifts you can get for that upcoming year. So of course, without making it super duper complicated and for the sake of keeping this quote unquote short form podcast, the most important thing you want to look at at your solar return chart is your sun placement, your rising sign placement, the rising sign chart ruler, and the moon. Now those are going to tell you some of the more important things. You can also look at the north node to see what kind of karma is going into that year, but also keep in mind you will be having astrological transits happening in the sky, forecasting your events for the year. That's a little more of an accurate interpretation. But again, solar return is more of like a taste of what you can expect with those planetary movements that are happening the moment that you celebrate your birthday. But the cool thing about solar return is that it isn't permanent, right? It's just a year. And if you really hate the positions of your solar return, you can travel to a time zone to fix it. For example, if you don't want your north node in the eighth house, or you don't want Saturn or Uranus in the eighth house, or the twelfth house, for example, or some of these uh, harder outer planets transiting in more of the malefic houses, then maybe you would just, you know, head over to a time zone, go find five hours away, hop on a plane, that's totally doable. But that's also a luxury that not all of us have. And trust me, I've seen solar return charts and been like, oh man, I got seven planets in my eighth house and la la la. And I ended up having an okay year. And no matter how much growing or hurt or pain that has to happen, there is always this transcendence somewhat positivity or life lesson that comes on the other side. So you can decide your fate. So it's a little bit of fate mixed with free will. And I'm going to leave that in your hands. So again, this is a cool tool for you to explore, you know, what themes you want in your life and see if you can manipulate it in a way. But of course, it's always important to look at your transits for that upcoming year and see what's going on there too. And they're always shifting throughout the year. So solar return, obviously very cool, but not the most important do or die thing you do. It's just a really cool thing that I've done for the past, I think, five years. And it's cool to look in. And I also always do this for my friends' birthdays. I always write in the card like where where they're at at their solar return. And I'm actually going to start offering solar return readings as well. So if this is like piqued any interest and you're curious about it, I'm going to do little digital readings where I can uh, give you guys a little solar return. And then also, I kind of want to make it so you can gift it for your friends. Like if your friend's birthday is coming up, you can send them a solar return reading because it's always going to be really fun to... Uh, see what kind of uh, gifts your birthday bring. Not only presents, but astrological gifts too, right? And as I am scouring the internet 
for a closing little quote. Found this from a stranger on Quora. (laughs) Hi, stranger. I'm going to read what she wrote about birthdays and end it there because she wraps it up way more brilliantly than I can. And her name is Michelle Gougie. I could totally be uh, butchering that. But here she writes, one of the most astonishing things about being a human being is that every single human being is unique. Over 7 billion people on this planet, and each one of us is so different. And we each long to be acknowledged. That's part of our psychological makeup, no matter who we are, age, gender, nationality, race, we all want affirmation. And that's what paying attention to a birthday is, an opportunity to honor and appreciate a unique human being. Thanks, kind stranger. Man, don't you love the internet? Like strangers writing beautiful pieces of art. But anyway, hope you enjoyed this. Hope it gave you a little bit of insight about why you're so important and why you're here. It's not a mistake. You are loved. You are supported, not only by the universe, by your spirit guides, by your angels, by all of us, all of us as in consciousness. Oh man, that got a little woo, but that's why you're here at Psychic Scoop. (laughs) I mean, duh. Sending you guys a wonderful day and I will do my best this summer to keep up with the weekly episodes. But you know, there may be a week or two I might take off and I might be traveling. And as always, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram if you want to request a podcast episode or want to just say hi and introduce yourself. You can find me at spirit underscore sis. Or of course, you can go on my website, spiritsis.com, look at all of my offerings. I always encourage you to look at the intuition course that I developed. It is so, so, so good for connecting you to your gifts and helping you make everyday decisions. And also under products on my website, I do transit readings and meditations and past life regression and now solar return charts. Take a look, see what piques your interest. And until next time, I don't know why I'm being so corny lately, like closing with these quotes, but I don't know. I'm just feeling it. And one of my favorite Dr. Seuss quotes is, you are you. That is truer than true. There is no one alive that is you-er than you. (laughs) Bye-bye, guys. Love you.